Are you an intersectional feminist? Well, yes, yes, I am. How could you tell? I, I could tell, tell by, by your hair. hair. Would you like some potato salad? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny. And the USA. USA. Oh shit! Where were we? Uh. We were back at how the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. Why are people texting me? Don't fucking text me while I'm podcasting, you bottle-nosed dickheads. It's one of my favorite bands. It's just Ben Hyman and Darren texting each other about uh, AMC Eagles incessantly. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, Ben you know, Ben and I, when we came out to Seattle, had that one that he drove off the road in Yellowstone. Almost killed you guys? Yes. Yeah. And definitely killed a couple of trees. And so now, in his later years, he's wanting to refurbish one and for <laughs> old time's sake. <laughs> i got to fix it up so I can drive it into some trees. Yep. No, he's going to just make a absolute, you know, fucking pussy wagon. AMC Eagle. Mm. Got to beat the ladies off with a stick, you know. <laughs> they like it rough, huh? There'll be a lot of beating off. Yep. Because <laughs> his wife will kick him out of the house. Anyway, yeah, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. You already said that. Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. <laughs> no. Um, if you were with us last week, we were talking about, I can't really say construction of the railroad because they barely constructed anything yet, but how, how the financial bullshit and- How finance uh, corporations swindled money from like hardworking Americans. And, and, they're, they're, and, yeah, they're just figuring that out. And there's some civil war stuff and a lot of Lincoln and then suddenly n- n- no Lincoln at all from here on in, yeah. until- Quick retirement. Yeah. Um, until a zombie comes back. And he's got to fight all those vampires. Well, and then, uh, I don't know, where are we at? We were we at Council Bluffs, or where we, Where did we leave off? Mm, well, Dodge is wandering around uh, Laramie. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll but go I, from there. But I found what uh, Burnetticizing is. Oh, the wood treatment shit? Mm-hmm. It's to impregnate something, <laughs> such as wood or fabric, with zinc chloride solution under pressure to prevent decay. Okay. Yeah. So it's bas- it's a fucking pressure cooker that you you coat coat this shit with chemicals and then you yeah. put it in a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, uh, it's uh, Colonel Sanders, you know, yeah. pressure cooker. Then, then, you get, zinc oxide. then you get deep fried uh, lumber, wood, mm-hmm. or cloth. Apparently, invented by Sir William Burnett, who also had the uh, vodka too. Yep, uh, Scottish doctor of the navy. Okay, Good which navy? Probably British. Yeah. Got it. Wow. Got it. Mystery solved. So, so for all of you that were waiting with bated breath since last week to learn that. <laughs> Put that in your back got pocket. You got your money's worth there. All right, Will. Let's kick it off with your, continue with your Comic Sans and lovely NPR voice. Uh, so September 1865, they're getting rolling since they don't have to fight each other now. Uh, Dodge finds his way through the Black Hills and into uh, around Laramie there. Much to the chagrin of the Lakota. Yep. Yeah. But of course he has to shoot at some Cheyenne in order not to be killed. Well. And he marks the way with a lone tree. 
But if the tree falls over, I guess right. you have to re- yep. redo it all. So over. all the shiny. Wait, he marks away with a lone tree. Do you have to cut all the other trees down and just leave yep. the one? Mm-hmm. Just the one. <laughs> or is it one of those like forests they got in it's North Dakota? Fucking mm-hmm. South Dakota. So yeah. <laughs> so by mid-October, they're up to the Loop River, at least building it in uh, Nebraska. There, a machine was brought in the Burnetizer, a vacuum device that would draw out the water in the cottonwoods and put a bunch of zinc chloride in it. So if they would treat it, they would last a whole three years. Ooh. Wow. Uh, Durant wanted that machine running day and night. Uh, by the end of 1865, 40 miles were finished. Holy shit. And then the weather shuts them down. Yeah. Uh, the, still at the time, the prairie had seven foot high grass. Yep. That's that tall grass prairie out there, Kansas, Nebraska's. Mm-hmm. And now the surveyors were made it to the 100th meridian. Oh, that's the one where they had the party like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, per, uh, yeah. what was it all? I think he hired the Pawnee to, like, do a pretend battle and apparently a buffalo hunt. And then they set the prairie on fire. And that was how they celebrated. Well, they didn't have any fireworks, so, yeah. Know, I mean, you, well, and you got seven-foot-high grass. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty You do what you can with what you got. Fire. <laughs> yep. If they had the Chinese workers, they would have fireworks. Yes, that's right. Well, they, I guess they do have blasting powder. You mm-hmm. can just... Oh, that's great. Light the fucking prairie on fire <laughs> with the, all your kegs of fucking you dynamite. <laughs> Why not? So these surveyors, they made it to the 100th, and they expect to go back home to Omaha for the winter. Just as they're leaving, two men rode up. Two men from the UP who told them to head south to the Republican River and survey that too. No. Just because. Fuck. <laughs> it's fine. It's just winter in Nebraska. Have fun. All yep. right. It's 5 o'clock. I can clock out. Fuck you are, motherfucker. <laughs> You're staying for another 12 hours. And the next day it snowed too. Oh, of course. So the 1864 railroad bill stated that the UP must complete 100 miles by June 27th, 1866. Or they get the hose again? Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, Doc was cocky and said he could do that in eight, 1865. Well, he can ride through the whole Sioux Nation with 80 dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We know how well that goes over. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't come close. He only made that 40 mm-hmm. miles. But once that day came, that 100 miles, uh, the government would give the UP 640000 so even, though they, even though they didn't, didn't do it. Yeah, what the fuck is that? A buffalo chip? It's a buffalo chip. It's great. It's a fucking cookie. Fiber. Uh, nobody has uh, crossed a big old mountain range like the Sierras yet. Nobody? Like from uh, Dead Man? Mm. Yeah, no. stupid fucking white man. Yeah. <laughs> stupid fucking white man. One didn't even go over the, over the Appalachians. They just went around it, I guess. Didn't go over the Appalachians? Mm-hmm. I guess he had to go through whatever that gap was. Cumberland? Cumberland. Cumberland. Yeah. I only know that from the fucking song. <laughs> Cumberland Gap, Cumberland Gap. Play down boys, gonna take a little nap. Play down boys, gonna take a little nap. Play down boys, gonna take a little nap. Gonna raise hell on the Cumberland Gap. Uh, nobody had made tunnels through granite yet, and they need money to do so. Uh, in the beginning of 1865, they only had uh, horrendous expenses. Uh, by law, the railroads had to use American steel. By 1865, the prices jumped for $41 a ton to 91 and to get them across Panama cost another $52 a ton. Jesus. Make it $144 a ton when it got to California. When transferred to smaller ships, uh, to uh, then you'd have to put it on a smaller ship to get from San Francisco to San Sacramento, and then up the Sacramento River. Uh, like shipping one rail at a time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, half the graders just shoveled snow all the time, basically. And then when it really started snowing, everybody shoveled snow. Uh, the winter of 1864-65, about 500 men kept working, and an ad was run in the papers asking for 5,000 men. And 5,000 men said, fuck you. <laughs> Hell no. 
Also, a silver strike was found in Nevada, and uh, 2,000 men signed on, basically just to get a free trip up there. And a week later, 100, 100 were left. Mm, fucking Perfect. sweet. So the CP is still waiting for their money from the state of California. Uh, that's all hung up in the courts. The city of San Francisco paid the CP $400,000 as a gift instead of giving them $600,000 to promise to buy the stock. Oh, what the was, fuck? This is like the most grueling, agonizing, slow fucking process. Just yeah. like sh- shipping American steel around, you said through Panama? Oh, yeah. And then back up and then split on the smaller ships and then they get fucking up the waterways. Then they got to drag them up to wherever the fucking railroad is. And then it's like, oh, we don't have any money. Oh, it's locked up in the courts. There's like 40 guys working. Good God. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. So the city of San Francisco, since they gave them the money, they wouldn't be liable for any of this bullshit. But they also wouldn't get to share in any of the profits whenever that would come. Or at all. (laughs) Which is looking dubious at the moment. Yeah, no shit. Uh, The CP got paid from the government for their work in 1864. That was over a million dollars or over one and a quarter million. But they already had borrowed against it. And they got about 2,500 workers, uh, despite all the desertions. And they expect to get to Dutch Flat in 1866. When the tracks reach Auburn, they're getting to the real mountains, 43 miles east of Sacramento, basically at about 1,700 feet. In February 1865, Crocker met with Strobridge and asked him about hiring Chinese. Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stroh said he had about 20 and they worked well, but he was still opposed. Oh yeah, they did the, 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 uh, sampler mm-hmm. Chinese. Oh so God, dude. He's, he said, what did the Chinese know about construction? <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Crocker reminded him the, they built the Great Wall of China. China. Yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My racism knows no bounds. Wow. Uh, Stro agreed to hire 50 and try him out for half a yeah. year. And California at the time, there was about 60,000 Chinese, mostly male, but all the California laws were against them. Yeah. They weren't allowed to work new claims. They just got to work all, with all the tailings. Like we were talking about last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of them were, weren't they fleeing from like, wasn't there like a rebellion or a civil war type thing happening in part of China? Oh. There's a lot of guys from like one yeah. particular province that basically there was no jobs and just death. Yeah, so like, so like, fuck this, I'm yep. out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the reason they were willing to, fine, I'll do whatever, the tailings. I whatever will, you need, man, yeah. yeah. Just don't send me back. Yeah. And they were called coolies. Mm-hmm. Which is also what they call pretty much any non-white person that does any kind of project. They, like in yeah. Africa when they're building the, you know, the man-eaters at Savo, like the two lions that try to eat Val Kilmer and all the railroad guys in uh, Africa. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they can't even make they up called, their own. called all those guys coolies, too, but they were mostly from, like, India. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So it's a Hindu term that meant unskilled labor. Okay. So the Americans just stole that from the British because they can't make up their own. There you go. So, uh, one of the leaders against Chinese uh, labor was Governor Stanford. Of course. 1858, uh, California legislature banned any further importations, but they still sneak in. Stealing jobs from Americans. Well, the Americans won't come work for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the book mentions an English-Chinese phrase book uh, found in uh, from 1867. Oh, that's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's real accurate and not, <laughs> not problematic at all. So the English, the Chinese book, had plenty of terms like wash this, sweep that, I'm cutting your wages. <laughs> but no, no, uh, nothing jo- that said no. thank you or how are you? Yeah, doing? good job. How's your family? 
<laughs> Does this hurt? But after a month, uh, Stroh had to admit that the Chinese had worked awesomely, and they worked in teams and took no breaks, and they learned how to blast rock because they invented gunpowder. Yep. But what do they know about construction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they were also worried because uh, they said they were too short for... I don't know why being short would be harmful for the railroad fucking, construction. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> it's a fucking railroad. It's on the ground. It's not like you have to reach up. <laughs> exactly. To I, off I think that would actually be... And especially Ooh. if you're going into a tight little space Mountains. to to yeah to blast a hole in the mountain. You said like like you said like the my racism knows no bounds. It's, it's <laughs> kind of what it is. They're yeah. like, but they're too short. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they don't know how to build shit. They don't. What Great do they, Wall of China. What do they know about dynamite or uh, not dynamite? Inve- black powder. They invented, invented it. it. <laughs> they're gonna be too scared to use that shit. The fuck they are. You know. Yeah. Right. It's just like oh, I'll think of something eventually. <laughs> so the CP hired them on at thirty one dollars a month. Which was big money, but they made them cook their own food, which actually kept them a lot healthier than the white people because they had actual vegetables and stuff like that. Yep. (laughs) So now they're beginning looking around for more Chinese to hire. Crocker said it was impossible to tell the Chinese workers apart. Nice. Mm -hmm. So he came up with a scheme not to double pay them because he was worried about that. Numbers on their foreheads or something. Well, he had the Chinese form into twelve man gangs. And one was a leader and another was cook. Right. He's usually a guy that could speak some English, right? Yep. Yeah. So the headman would collect all the wages. So and that's distributed. how you Yep. And so if you piss off your headman, there's a pretty good chance you're getting fucked. So mm-hmm. the headman, well, basically, they have a lot of power over their dudes because they control who gets paid what and when. Yep. And, of course, they would get opium, but they only did it on Sundays. Yeah. Hey, that's their day off. Yep. You got sore muscles, you know, after a hard day of swinging a pickaxe and... Yep. So now with all this extra help, uh, they had 1,600 Chinese. They wanted to fill in all the gaps because they would kind of go ahead and since they had the road there already built. Basically, you could only scrape dirt for a foot or two before you hit rock. Uh, They had to build trestles. Uh, When the train was completed, they would come back and fill it in with fill. That's what you You fill it in with fill? Yep. (laughs) Not dirty socks or fucking (laughs) Nerf balls? Dead bodies. Well, I'm sure there's a degree of that. Yeah, there's some... But, you know, you had to you'd only get paid for, for what you built, so that's why they're building it fast and cheap. Yep. Uh, Huntington made a, a work route map all the way to Salt Lake City, and he ignored that the railroad bill, uh, bill said that the CP was only going to build to the Nevada border, which was only 150 miles. With that map, it got the race going between the UP and the CP. Uh, by the end of summer 1865, the rail was at Illinois Town at 2,200 feet, but that was 50 miles away from the summit. But the summit was at a little over 7,000 feet. So this would be the hardest 50 miles. Uh, 15 tunnels were planned. Jesus Christ. They called it Cape Horn, which was uh, basically a side of a cliff there. Back to Cape Horn. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we explained kind of how, like, because they weren't using a lot of dynamite. They are using a lot of blasting powder. You know how they drill? A hammer drill? Yeah, yeah. And then you stuff the you stuff the yeah, powder in the hole? but I mean, the process of that is basically like a big fucking long chisel. You have one guy whose job is, is to hold the chisel, then one guy hits it with a sledge, mm-hmm. and then you turn it like a quarter turn or a half turn, and then either another guy or the same guy hits it with a sledge again, and yeah. you turn. So, I, so you got to trust the shit out of the guy that's swinging the hammer. Yeah. Fu- oh, my uh, God. Can you imagine how many <laughs> fucking broken wrists are oh probably God. there? You know. Holy shit, And sometimes dude. they'd have two guys doing the hammering, so they mm. got to be in sync, you know, right. and you got to be turned turn turn and i think they said they go uh, something like i think it's only like six or nine inches in and right. then you just fill that with uh, powder yeah put a fuse in there tamp it 
gently with, of course, you use a uh, you want to use a non-conductive right rod. Pla- plastic yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> bakelite yeah right uh, but uh, then you get the fuck out of the way and light the fuse and hopefully it goes off. Because otherwise, somebody's got to go down there and jiggle, oh, jiggle say, that fuse. There's there's nothing worse than lighting a firework and then the fuse burns out and nothing happens oh, and a, you're just like, uh... As a combat engineer, uh, yeah. when we'd lay out some C4 yeah. or, or some shit, well, we'd always put, you know, we have our command debt stuff and then we'd always put a, uh, a piece of time fuse on there. So if the command detonation doesn't work... You can go back you, in time, you, try you, it again. You just, wait, yeah, you just wait for 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And then if that doesn't go off, though... I mean, you shoot it with a. You get your sniper out, fucking uh, shoot that uh, shit. Ostensibly, you'd like to just be like, "Fine, fuck it, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not ever coming back here." But uh, <laughs> eventually, you got to go down there. And... That ever happened to you? Uh, no. Oh, my, my oh, time. Good. We oh, we had the command that failed to go off several times, but the time fuse did the job. Okay, but it's still, you know, you kind of stop watching it, but it's still always kind of a surprise when it goes off totally yes yeah. i've still like it's, this is one of those jobs in the 1800s that i would never ever want to fucking do like build a tunnel mm-hmm. no well and, fuck no i mean it's it's not super safe like right now it's actually going back, 2022 going back to my little house on the prairie thing i think there's one where pa angles and whatever their old dirty mountain man homeless friend they go to work on the railroad and they're doing that hammer drilling shit and they have a race with these guys and it's hard to watch it like because that like they're actually doing it. Yeah. It's, it's Well, it's close-up of a dude's hands. It's probably right. not fucking Highway to Heaven and Dirty Homeless Guy, but it's, you know. <laughs> but just ting, ting is like, it makes me nervous. It's like, yeah. I, I can imagine. Yeah. There's also one where they're hauling nitroglycerin in a wagon. That one's good, too. Yeah, there's an episode of MacGyver like mm-hmm. that. Always comes back to MacGyver. Yeah, well, uh, he goes to help his friend. He's got the. I think I've talked about this on the show. He's got his. Uh, he's got an oil well that's lit on fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just blowing fire up in the air. So they got to build a build a little danger cart, fill it with like nitroglycerin from an old ass like this era actually. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, dynamite stash. Well, that was the thing is nitroglycerin had only been I think invented like twenty years before. So they they did use some of that, but since it's not very stable, yeah. you try to use black powder. But of course, black powder has its own problems because if it gets damp, it sucks, and then yeah. You, you don't get as much oomph out of it, but they had a they did have a uh, nitroglycerin glycerin plant set up. Nitro gristle, nitro gristle, nitro gristle. But well, that was also staffed by uh, Chinese workers, which terrified some of the like. Like once again, oh, they're gonna blow each other. No, they are careful and work diligently, and it's like almost like a normal factory with normal people in it. Probably the white guys are probably worried because they're like, oh man, we're like super racist and being really mean to these guys, and now they have black powder and dynamite. (laughs) We'll be getting all that in good time. Oh, great. (laughs) Uh, But for now, they're just using the black powder, and uh, at this uh, Cape Horn, that's basically (laughs) 2,000 feet down below, and uh, Stroh's having his guys lowered in um, bosun chairs. Oh, yeah. And then in what bosun chairs? Picture a swing set with oh, okay. with one rope down in your crotch. Oh, okay, yeah. Like window cleaning, only yeah. it's hemp rope and a board, and you're hanging off the side of a cliff with your buddies. I thought oh, they probably had winches of some kind. Yeah, maybe not. They might be just like thirty guys lowering you down a cliff face, and then you're drilling the hole by yourself. You have a smaller chisel and nah, a sledgehammer. I'm good. I'm good. And then you get to pack it yourself. 
And then usually they're going to pull you all the way up. Of course not. So you got to detonate it while you're still kind of hanging off the side of the cliff. It's some real diehard shit. Fuck, dude. That wouldn't even be fun one time. No, no. (laughs) No. So one day in summer 1865, one Chinese guy asked if they could do the work. Because everybody was like, fuck no. Yeah. Because their ancestors built fortresses on the Yangtze Gorges, and they know how to do this. So they say yes, and uh, the Chinese asked for reeds to be sent back from San Francisco so they can make some baskets. And uh, baskets were made, and of course the Chinese knew how to use black powder because they invented it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they were lowering dudes down in baskets Mm -hmm. instead of the shitty... Hey. Cro- crotch board. Yeah, look at this. I'm in an actual ba- I, I can, fucking bathtub. I can, I can put my... I can put, move around. I got a, a pile of tools next to I me. I can piss over the side when I need to, yeah. yeah. It's like being I in a hot air balloon. Eat my sandwich for lunch. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. But of course, uh, a lot of guys were lost in explosions, and of course, the CP didn't keep record of Chinese deaths. Of course. So we don't know exactly how many, but when they finished this part, the trains uh, would stop at the gorge so the tourists could... Gawk at the yep. pile of skulls at the bottom of the... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But at least they had trees in the mountains there. But, of course, they had to blow up the stumps, too. Mm -hmm. And the trees were often 150 foot tall. Uh, The fall of 1865, the tunnel was started at Donner Pass. Mm. And it was going to be 1,659 feet long, 124 feet below the surface. And they would work in shifts, 24 hours a day in teams of three. And like you said, you know, one guy would hold it and two would hammer. Yep. And drills lost their edge quickly. Uh, the CP eventually ordered him in 100-ton lots. That's a lot of drills. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But, but despite working 24-hour shifts, maybe 6 to 12 inches a day was about all they could do with the, the black powder. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you got a ways to go, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. How many thousand feet did you say? Uh, 1,700. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. good. Cool. <laughs> but the Chinese ate better than Americans, even though they had to buy their own food. Uh, basically, they had to ship everything up from San Francisco. And Americans ate boiled beef and potatoes, as mm. you do, and drank water straight from the streams and lakes. Oh, Ooh, God. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Mm-hmm. It's like gout and diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. But the Chinese would only drink, like, lukewarm tea. Yeah. Just boiled enough just to get kill, rid kill of the, the, the goodies. Mm-hmm. And, and the baddies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese didn't develop a taste for whiskey like Whitey did, though. But they did smoke opium, but only on Sundays and not right. too much. And they took daily sponge baths and washed their clothes. Savages. <laughs> uh, Crocker was the only one of the big four to praise the Chinese workers and thank them. And the Chinese were called, quote, Crocker's pets. Great. And, of course, the Chinese called them Mr. Clocky. Mr. Clocky. Mr. Clocky, nice. Sounds mm-hmm. like something that would be in fucking... Sesame uh, Street or something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yep. Clocky hangs out with Cherry. And, hey, Clocky. And Conky and yep. Terry. Conky, share with us a lot with today's secret murders. Sure. Share. Today's secret word is here. Now, you all know what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right, Cher? Uh, Strobridge was called One-Eyed Bossy Man by the Chinese. <laughs> One-Eyed Bossy Man. Uh, by the end of 1865, the CP had 54 miles of track to Colfax, because Illinois town was renamed after v- Vice President Schuyler Colfax. Oh, I thought they named it after Sandy Colfax. Nope. Uh, so 20 miles were done that year at a cost of $6 million. 
So basically, UP and CP were the country's first big businesses. Only governments and armies were this big. Uh, 1865, Omaha size is doubled to 15,000 people. And people were already uh, starting to move west and settle, even though it's not even finished or or half done. And before this, America called this uh, area the Great American Desert. Mm -hmm. Even though it's teeming with wildlife and people, Mm -hmm. verdant, not not exactly verdant plant life, but plenty of, yeah. Uh, 1866, Durant was still trying to get Dodge to work for him. Uh, He turned him down in February, but in April, Dodge finally accepted. Oh, won him over. But only if he had complete control, because he saw an army where you divide command that didn't quite work. Right. And And also he probably knows that Durant's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And he asked Sherman for a leave of absence, and Sherman agreed. Uh, So Dodge organized the UP like the military. Uh, Many of the men uh, working were former soldiers. From both sides, it should be noted. No. So I'm sure that was fun working oh, on God, the, up the, the chain gang with like, <laughs> Just the fights, dude. Johnny Reb and right. Blue Belly Yankee. God bless like, Jefferson Davis. Yeah. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and there's a degree of that. I suppose we're going to have to mention it at some point anyway. Uh, the excellent AMC television series uh, Hell, Hell on Wheels, Wheels has a, a bunch of this illustrated mm-hmm. with uh, D- D- Dr. Rant played by uh, Cole Meany. He did most of his micromanaging from, from, from the, back in New yeah, York. But, yeah, yeah, he wasn't just hanging out on the prairie because that would suck. Mm-hmm. And they have a Spansa in that, too. No, oh. they, yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, girl with yeah, the, I know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they what do. was her fucking name? Oh, uh, not Olivia? No. The name of the girl referred to as Spansa is named Olive Oatman. And, of course, now they're building into Cheyenne and Sioux Territory. And the Indians didn't want the railroad there. No, Or the not. settlers. No. And the buffalo wouldn't cross the tracks because they get confused. There's no crosswalks for them. Right. <laughs> uh, Dodge had all his guys armed and ordered them to keep their rifles within reach. Dodge had no sympathy for the Indian and believed there were no friendly Indians. Because mm. if you're fighting them, you're... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I was going to say, like... encroaching on their land and scaring away all their game. Right. And, this guy's a real asshole. I went on a, I went to his house and I started stealing all the shit out yeah. of his house and then he tried to fucking shoot me. That's... Uh, what a at, dick. And actually, at some point, it's later on in the project, it's one of the only uh, sympathetic... I can't remember if it's Phil Sheridan or, or Sherman, but it's like, yeah, we came and destroyed their way of life and took their shit. Like, who could expect them not to try to kill us? Well... I don't care. I'm going to wipe them out. But, like, yeah. Uh, uh, the UP was called Irish, but basically it was workers from everywhere all, all over Europe, and even some freed slaves too, only about 300 though. Mm. And some workers still wore their old army uniforms. Because that's, you only had one set of clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got to sleep in flat cars, and they bathed in the plat when it was close enough to the track. Mm. And they rarely washed their clothes, and most had stashes and beards and smoked. So I'm sure they smelled all awesome. nice. Awesome. They smelled like progress. Mm-hmm. Just imagining, like, like you know, a hundred years later, like the the hobos that would take the trains everywhere. Yeah. That's basically what they're yes. fucking dressed like. <laughs> Got your bindle sack and Yo. bottle of whiskey, five uh, teeth. They're paid between two dollars and fifty cents and four dollars a day. Uh, spring of eighteen sixty six, Jack Casement, he was the head of the uh, construction. He offered a man a pound of fresh tobacco for every day you laid a mile of track. Wow! And double pay for twelve miles a day. And the lead horse that was bringing up the ties was Blind Tom. He was the celebrity. He's a blind horse. Yeah. Well, he does. All he has to do is walk in a straight line. And he's well. What he's doing is he's bringing up the ties from the already laid track. Mm-hmm. So he's already, you know, just yeah. 
You're not going anywhere, Tom. You know, you <laughs> pull to the left, pull to the right. It's not going to happen. Much like a train. So they worked in 30 men driving in the spikes on the outside and in the inside. Three strokes per spike. Ten spikes per rail. 400 rails to a mile. Mm-hmm. And 1,800 miles to San Francisco. Well, and then also at every gap in between the two rails, they got what they call a fish plate that, you know, bolts, it goes on the sides and bolts the two rails together so they're not oh, right. like a loose gap because you can see where that might be fucking problematic. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that was 21 million times the sledgehammers had to be swung. Mm. Imagine how deaf these motherfuckers were at the end of oh, this. Oh, God, dude. Bing, bing, bing. Stand out. Yep. And you can make a case for this at the beginning of assembly line work. Mm, kinda. Yeah, I mean, kind, yeah. Nice, repetitive. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a fucking carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you survive. About 1,000 men worked at the end of the track out of a total of 8,000. Uh, four trains with 10 cars ran back and forth from the end to the last siding to bring up supplies. And everything had to be delivered from the Missouri River all the way. Hot damn. Yeah, but uh, once you get track laid, once again, then you have the benefit of being able to take a train. train. Mm-hmm. By April 1866, trains were running from Omaha to Kearney, 200 miles. General Sherman took the train. He realized that Fort Kearney was no longer needed, and the military would be saving money and shipping and keeping men out on the plains. That was basically one of the original aims of the R Railroad. It was already coming true to nice. wipe out all the Indians. Hurrah. Yeah. By October 1866, the end of the track was 247 miles west of Omaha, reaching the 100th meridian. And Durant had that big celebration you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Celebration. <laughs> hey, Native Americans, pretend like you're doing Native American stuff, and then I'm going to set your prairie on fire. Burn it to the ground. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> and Dodge was elected to Congress by the people of Council Bluffs. He said he was the only man uh, elected who forgot the day of the election. <laughs> He never campaigned, and he rarely went to Washington to serve being a congressman. He, like, never ran, like, didn't ran. They just, like, wrote him in on the ballot, or? I guess. Pretty much, yep. Well, isn't that how Washington became president? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But this is a long time after Washington. <laughs> what, like six or seven years after Washington? Yep, that's how history works. Uh, 1866, Dodge uh, sends ahead of the surveyors to find the way through Wyoming and into Utah. Basically, going over the Laramie Mountains where he got shot at and he remembered that one tree. Uh, the president of the UP took a leave of absence to be the, the minister to France. That was that Dick's guy. So the board didn't want Durant to be president. Uh, so Oliver Ames was named president. Uh, Doc wanted to fight back, but he was too exhausted ripping off other people. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying around his giant comically sized sack of money with a dollar bill signed on it. And All this money laundering is really made me tired. Hurt my back. Yeah. And even his weird friend George Train told him to go see a doctor, even though he was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oliver Ames and his friends wanted the UP to change its ways had to be reorganized, and proper books must be kept, and they would have an audit. Yay, audits. We'll see exactly what's going on. I love audits. Uh, Collis Huntington over in the CP uh, wanted an amendment by Congress to let the CP build beyond the Nevada line, and he wants a race between the two railroads. He gets Richard Franchot, an ex-congressman and union general, to lobby Congress, and this is possibly the first paid lobbyist in history. Son oh, of a great. Bitch. Hey, what, what year are we at? 
1866. Okay. Tell me when we get to 18... Well, you will say 1867, because I have a, a fun little anecdote once we get there. Oh. I told you about it, but Tony didn't get there. Oh, okay. So this lobbyist gets $20,000 a year, which was the same salary the big four paid themselves and the, the owners. Cool. Though the CP was stuck at 54 miles, the UP made 250 miles. In June 1866, the bill was amended and the race was on. Oh, well, why, why might that be? Well, the CP's making like 12 inches a day. Because they have to go through the fucking through Sierra Nevadas. Yeah. And these right. other guys are on like some of the flattest land right. in the continent. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. chugging, man. So by spring 1866, the CP had a 10,000 men working for him and 8,000 of them were Chinese. Oh, yeah. So they solved that labor problem pretty pretty quick. Uh, Strowbridge, he loved the best on the line because he was one-eyed bossing man. Uh, even Crocker envied him because he had a passenger car at the front of the line, Ooh. and he has his wife, Mrs. Strowbridge. I'm sure she was a peach. Mm-hmm. She made it into a three-bedroom house on wheels, and they adopt six children. Jesus. And on the car, they bit. have a front porch and an awning. I mean, that's pretty much on the show Hell on Wheels. That's pretty much what they kind of show Durant living in, mm-hmm. more or less. long time ago when I lived in Shelton, it's like in 2002 or something, I'd always get the uh, the little nickel. It's like the want ads, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just go through, like, the vehicle section to see if there's any cool cars that were, like, super cheap. And in the vehicle section at one point, there was a dude that was selling, and I, I think it was, like, $10,000, but it was a, 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 a diesel um, train engine and I think one uh, f- one passenger car and a caboose and a mile of track Whoa. for, like, ten grand. I know. I was like, fuck, man, if I had a piece of property, you just, like... Build a circular track yep. on your piece of property, fucking plop your shit down. You're good to go, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you get tired of your view, you just cruise around to the other side of the, par- right. you know, the lot. Sweet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All the hobos that you want. Fuck yeah. Shake yeah. it on. Yeah. Uh, when the train wasn't moving, uh, Mrs. Stroh hung up plants and had a caged canary. And she was the only woman on the line. So just imagine that. Just, oh, God. Just walking around with a sawed-off shotgun everywhere she goes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just men staring at you yep. all the time. <laughs> Her and the, what was the fucking, the Banshee of the Badlands or whatever? Yeah. And her skeleton friend. <laughs> skeleton friend, yes. So in the tunnels, they got old locomotive and cannibalized it and made it into a hoisting machine for the timbers in the tunnels. Yeah, instead of being like, heave, heave. Work smart, not hard. So they had 12 oxen drag this 12-ton engine up the trail, and it had to be chained down on the downslopes. Well, Yeah. And then Crocker and Strowbridge decide to experiment with nitroglycerin. Yeah. Because it's five times more powerful than black powder. Yeah. Five times more grumpy. Mm-hmm. And then th- this is when they wrote that work song um, that Bush covered in the 90s. Glycerin? I mean, that's about the black dude. Oh. <laughs> Explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was invented in 1847, but by it was refined in the 1860s by Nobel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was still dangerous, and most companies wouldn't want to use it. But it doubled the speed of removing rock, but accidents proved too much. Uh, one Chinese worker hit a charge of nitro that didn't go off with his pick, and it blew Ooh, him up real good, fuck. along with everybody else good nearby. Lord. Now I bet he didn't feel that. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Because he became atoms. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather have that just be dispersed in a cloud of goo <laughs> than shot in the head, survive for like two years in and agony. And then get a job. Yeah. And then be elected to fucking Congress. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so Nobel, uh, he perfects dynamite in 1866, but the CP never used it and only used nitro at the summit tunnel. Okay. Uh, well, that's probably because it's hard to 
sticks of dynamite. You know, you can't fit them because a lot of times they'd save time. It, and you know, instead of doing all that drilling, if you just find like a nice crack, right, right, you could dump shit in there. Right. And sticks of dynamite don't really dump real good. Right. Uh, the CP didn't wait for tunnels to be completed, and so they send ahead surveyors and get into Nevada. They just built the train track around before the tunnel yep. happened. <laughs> Turn clipping on in the video game and just mm-hmm. stuff them in the wall. So, uh, of course, they only find uh, the only one route through Nevada is along the Humboldt River, the only water around. Uh, the route they wanted to go through, at least uh, Brigham Young, was south of Salt, Salt Lake, which is no good because that's absolute desert there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go around north to Promontory Point. Mm-hmm. Promontory mm-hmm. Point? Yep. yep. Cool. If you look at Salt Lake, it's the one that looks like a dick that's hanging down. Cool. They're taking the lake. Uh, Crocker had men and material sent to 20 miles past Donner Pass for men to start working. Two locomotives were pulled over the summit on grease skids. Jesus. Not even waiting for the tunnel. Holy fuck. <laughs> pulled by Chinese mules and horses. Like all the Chinese mules mm-hmm. and horses. Jesus. <laughs> grease them up. Yeah. Just a big sled made of iron and steel. Mm-hmm. Then the snow comes. At the summit, it was 18 feet on the level. Chinese worker kept uh, keeps uh, they keep shoveling an open trail to the tunnels. A snowplow was made uh, off on a locomotive though, and sometimes it would actually work. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> By the end of 1866, the CP was in within 12 miles of the summit. By the end of 1867, they expected to be beyond Nevada into Utah, and would be doing a uh, mile a day out on the flats. But the winter of 66-67 was terribly severe for the whole country, and the UP was stopped too. They wanted to start work in February, but the Missouri was still froze uh, until the end of March. 67, was that the big die-off? Was that that, that winter? No, no, that was like 80-something. Oh, okay. 86, probably. Then the rains came and destroyed much of their track, and the Indians were always around and killing anybody who would wander off. Yeah, so in 1867, this is what I was waiting for. Uh, Cheyenne raiding party uh, d- attempted to derail, and of course, then my phone shuts off when I start reading. Um, they wanted to derail a train, so they just tied a stick across the rails, and like some of those little guy instead of a train, it was the guys on the hand oh, cart. Oh, the hand cart, yeah. So they just derailed that. I didn't, I don't know quite how many they killed, but they they killed all these repairmen, and they thought they killed this guy named William Thompson. He was shot and scalped, but oh, dude. He lived to tell about it, Fuck and uh, he, he went <laughs> back to Omaha with his scalp in a bucket of water. Oh. I don't know if he thought they were going to sew it back on. Hey, Doc, but yeah. you help me out? <laughs> it's beef jerky now, so. Yeah. Um, and then in uh, 68, a group of uh, Lakota uh, pretty much fucked up the rails and put wooden tie. You know, they, they really fucked up the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wrecked a whole ass train, but it only killed two, two crewmen, and one of whom was crushed by the train's boiler that had to have been great oh god yeah 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 oh fuck smushed and burned yep but that uh what's his name uh oh uh so to combat a lot of this that's where they uh started basically hiring hiring the pawnee because they were actually friendly to the americans Mm -hmm. and they would give them free rides places so they could like ship like pawnee to fight lakota wherever they wanted and they had them doing patrols so there's actually the one tribe was actually actively helping build the God, that's got to be that's got to be weird for all the other tribes. Well, they just really didn't like the Northern Cheyenne right. or the Sioux. So but they, the train rolls up and it's just like all these Pawnee jump out. Yeah, it's like, what? 
Wait, what the fuck? And they, they were the ones that did the. Uh, they were the ones that did oh, the little party the for Durant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was yeah. Uh, it's a, what else to say? Yeah, the, no, it's the same thing we were talking about. But, yeah. But he actually, uh, there's a major Frank North uh, actually uniformed some in like, like soldier gear. Oh shit! And uh, 800 dudes uh, basically going up and down the lines protecting the railroad. Fucking upon crazy. But yeah. Um, the quote is, uh, I have never seen more obedient or better behaved, uh, troops. They're saying, uh, these are Indian fighters yeah. saying this about Indians, not realizing the irony of their, their, that's fucking crazy, dude. They have done most excellent service. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Frank North was also a friend of Buffalo Bills too. Okay. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back. Here they come, clickety-clack down the track. It's lots and lots of trains. Two of the greatest train videos we've ever offered. And now through this special TV offer, you get two videos for the price of one. You'll get big trains, little trains, steam trains, diesel freight and passenger trains, even trains that blow through snow, old trains, new trains, fast trains, slow trains, smoking trains, even trains from around the world, plus toy trains, trolley trains, and much, much more when you order lots and lots of trains. Hear the whistle blow, feel the heat, Smell the smoke as these titans of the tracks thunder on by. You'll love lots and lots of trains. And remember, this spectacular two-tape set is not available in stores. So hop on board and get two great tapes for one great price. Get lots and lots of trains. Order now. Get a free bonus CD of sing-along train songs. Call 1-888-300-3455. Offer not available in stores. Satisfaction guaranteed. Get two DVDs plus the free CD. Call 1-888-300-3455. I brought that up. 1867, Dodge wanted to finish that year at Fort Sanders, which was between the Black Hills and the Medicine Bow Mountains in Wyoming there. They all had fried chicken. I was just going to say, because he wanted that big bucket of KFC. And the summit there at the Black Hills would be 8,200 feet, the highest on the route. Where's, which one? Oh, right by Laramie in that area. Oh, okay. And Dodge asked Sherman for more troops to protect his workers. Uh, In April, Durant and Oliver Ames go out to inspect the track. Ames was appalled to discover what Nebraska actually looked like. You! <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a terrible waste, but Dodge uh, begins uh, selling railroad land to settlers along the way. Mm-hmm. He claimed rain would follow the track, and the rain belt would follow the tracks eight miles a year. This is all proven. What the fuck? He said Professor Agassiz, uh, railroad building caused electrical disturbances, which oh, would cause rain. Oh, oh ghosts. Now, here's something I invented. It's called a dowsing rod. Oh, yes, yes, yes. If you've ever read my treatise about the uh, recently sighted airships. Uh, Durant and Ames were at odds all the time. Doc thought the rail would never make money and thought the only way to profit from it was through the construction. Was to rip people off while you're building it. (laughs) And to build it as cheap as possible and to add extra mileage. Ames thought they could make money off the track. And Durant called him a damned fool. Ooh. Mm, Harsh words. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Casement Brothers, they're the one in charge of construction there on the on the UP. They continue, continue to make a mile a day in track, sometimes a mile and a half, sometimes two. Mm-hmm. May 1st, 1867, Cheyenne's killed a four-man party. Maybe that's what you're talking that's about. That's probably that hand truck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although they were also always attacking like lumber crews and surveyors and everybody else. And, of course, the attacks increase when the weather gets better. Mm, uh, it's attacking weather. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful 72-degree mm-hmm. day. The workers were uh, expected to defend themselves. 
But most of the time, the Cheyenne would just steal their stock and yeah. and just kind of kill the surveyors once they're away from the party. Right. That's the other thing we got to remember too is like they're not all just eating like dried meat. They have like herds of cattle that are following along too. Right, right. You know, and so and since you chased away all the buffalo, so what are the Cheyenne going to do? They're going to take, take your, your cattle. cattle. <laughs> so nobody knows who came up with the term "hell on wheels." Uh, I read the first known quote. I found that earlier today, but I don't know where the hell it is. But it was uh, basically somebody, a newspaper man, describing, you know, all the whoring and viciousness and, yeah. But the first one was supposedly started at North Platte. Uh, Basically, it started from nothing to 5,000 people. Uh, That's when the track stopped there for the winter of 66-67. And it was full of gambling dens, whore tents, taverns, music halls, hotels, and an occasional restaurant. Yeah, I was going to say, even the, the, the uh, I'm going to try to find it, but the, yeah, the, even the newspaper guy's like, ooh, and restaurateurs, <laughs> you know. Like. <laughs> They've got food with mm-hmm. spices in it. <laughs> and in June, but it was at Julesburg, Colorado, and everybody was filthy. I just had to include that, just to remind people. And everybody was filthy, yep. Uh, they had a big tent there, which was 100 foot long and 40 foot wide, and it had a hard wood floor for dancing. Fancy. And music played 24 hours. Damn. And gambling tables surrounded the dance floor. Uh, the UP tried to step in, and they sent out a priest to uh, talk the young men out of their wicked ways. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> well, I guess it, Life sucks. Let me just have this, please. I guess this wasn't uh, uh, coined by him, but uh, newspaper editor Samuel Bowles, and I'm going to quote... As the railroad marched thus rapidly across the broad continent of, the pl- of plain and mountain, there was improvised a rough and temporary town at every public stopping place. As this was changed every 30 or 40 days, these settlements were of the most perishable materials. Canvas tents, plain board shanties, and turf hovels, pulled down and sent forward to, for a new career, were deserted as worthless at every grand movement of the railroad company. That was one fucking sentence. Jesus uh, Christ. Um, only a small proportion of the populations had aught to do with the road or any legitimate occupation. Most were hangers-on around the disbursements of such gigantic work, catching the drippings from the feast in any and every form that it was possible to reach them. Restaurant and saloon keepers, gamblers and desperados of every grade. The vilest men and women made up this hell on wheels, as it was most aptly termed. Samuel Bowles, our new west. And then uh, Mountain Jack Pike comes out of the whore tent. Yep. So it got so bad in Julesburg that Dodge steps in. He heard gamblers were taken over, but what bothered him the most, that they were taking over lands that uh, belonged to the railroad and refused to pay for them. Mm-hmm. So that's most most egregious. So Dodge to- tells Jack Casement to clean up the town, and Casement was a teetotaler. Teet. Teetotaler <laughs> listening to K-porn mm-hmm. or watching K-porn. Watch K-porn. Oh, you should only listen to porn. Yeah. Uh, Audio, and, audiobook porn? Yeah. Uh, Andy found, like, this website that has, uh, like, 8-track porno. <laughs> fuck? Why was... I'll have what? to find that again. <laughs> anyway, he marched into town at night with 200 men. He met with the gamblers, who again refused to pay. Then, in a quiet voice, Caseman said, open fire. Oh. Not <laughs> no, caring no, said, what or who they hit. Open fire. <laughs> And when Dodge came to town, he asked what happened, and Casement led Dodge to a hill of fresh graves. <laughs> Casement said, General, they all died, but Julesburg has been quiet since. <laughs> yeah, no shit, shit. There's no people. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, isn't Julesburg the same one that the, like, the Cheyenne wiped out, too? 
I think so, yeah. Fuck, Julesburg is a terrible place to live. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> In July, Dodge uh, laid out a town centered around his tent, and he honored the neighboring tribe and called it Cheyenne. No. Uh, J- uh, July 4th, General Rollins, who was out west for his consumption, gave a rousing speech. The next day, the Cheyenne killed three men. <laughs> hey, thanks for your name and your down after us. Yeah. I like the who's who's dying of consumption gave a rousing speech. <laughs> it's like, Ugh, oh, get out of there. You go get them. <laughs> and Rollins was surprised that the Cheyenne attacked with four companies of troops in the area. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, Dodge had the men buried in the site of the new town, and Cheyenne had its first cemetery. Yay. Its first day. <laughs> Before it ever had a restaurant or <laughs> fucking... Anything? Post office? Cemetery is the restaurant (laughs) if you're a coyote. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dodge didn't make it to Fort Sanders, and he lays out a town there of Laramie. He learned his lead uh, surveyor was killed. Uh, The lead is weak. mm -hmm. Though he was tired and sick and lost his best surveyors, he keeps pushing on. August 7th, Chief uh, Pawnee Killer led the Cheyenne on a raid near Plum Creek, Nebraska. They cut the telegraph line and damaged the rails. And it caused the train to derail. Uh, the engineer, the fireman, two brakemen, and three telegraph uh, repairers were killed. Behind the crash came another freight train oh, and no. it crashed into the back of the other train. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. Then the conductor ran back to warn a third train that was coming, <laughs> but that stopped in time. Meanwhile, all this is happening. The Cheyennes burned the train and cars and killed another seven or eight people. Oh. Scalp them and threw their bodies into the flames. Then got drunk on some barrels of whiskey, and then they started a grass fire and dance, and uh, a relief train showed up, and basically you're just watching all this. <laughs> Go out there. No. No. <laughs> nope. Uh, Dodge goes, uh, keeps going west over Sherman Pass. That's the pass over the Laramie Mountains there. Do those trains go in reverse? Mm-hmm. Like, can you just back it up and go, oh, yeah, we talked about flipping one from Ford. Flipping a bitch? Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine like how long it would take to like fucking call that shit. Call, go back, backward. Uh, so now Dodge is going over Sherman Pass. That's the big one over the Laramie Mountains. There. Now they're in the Red Desert in the Great Basin. Uh, he found his party of surveyors have been without water for a week. <laughs> his ex party of ex surveyors. Del- delirium sets in. Uh, they were headed back east looking for water, and Dodge discovered a spring in a draw. Rollins was so grateful, and he said, quote, if you're going to name anything for me, name it after the spring. So now that's why we have Rollins, Rollins Wyoming. Wyoming yep. I think that's where they have the federal pen, or at least the state pen or whatever. Cool. Uh, Dodge keeps going and surveying through Weber Canyon and the Wasatch and onto Salt Lake, and he talks to Brigham Young. And, of course, the geologist with him found a big old coal deposit that Brigham was tempting him with. Ooh. And they name it Carbon. Ooh. Carbon? Mm-hmm. Super. Dodge then found out he could follow streams onto the Snake River, then out to the Pacific that way, avoiding the Wasatch. He thought that was the best route, and eventually he would build on that route, but at the time he was stuck with the line Congress had told him build into Salt Lake. And Weber Canyon, Dodge found surveyors working for the CP. Oh, the other, the guys. They're on a collision course with wackiness. And they seemed, uh, they were convinced that they would get to Utah first and get all that sweet Mormon business. Yeah. So now uh, Dodge knows that there's a race going on. So in two months, Dodge had covered 1,400 miles on horseback, and he laid out the line from Julesburg to Salt Lake, and he makes the first map of southern Wyoming and the Great Basin. General Sherman went on out, out on a peace trip 
and talked to the tribes in the area. He said, quote, the railroad will be built. If you uh, damage it, you will be paid and, and probably murder. Oh, yeah. I was like, pay? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, like paid a shitty visit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it. you interfere, you'll be swept away. Mm-hmm. Oh, swept away. Perfect. In July 1867, the Casement Brothers had built 260 miles in eight months, and they were itching to get to the mountains so they could be paid that extra 48000 compared to the 16000 Also, by this time, the Ames Brothers and their friends had 52% of the credit in Mobilier stock, so now they could get rid of Durant if they wanted to. Uh, they were still arguing, though. Uh, the credit Mobilier was now paid enough to start paying out huge dividends to its shareholders. Ooh, cha-ching. Uh, Ames also had uh, sold the stock to nine congressmen and two senators for about $16,000, which wasn't much, but it was enough to set off one of the biggest scandals in history. That's just so fucked that still to this day, like, you can be a senator, make the rules for shit, and also have stock in the shit that you make the rules for? Mm -hmm. It's fucking bullshit, man. Well, you gotta write the, you know, get elected and then write the law to change that. Yeah. There you go. First problem, get elected. Uh, by October, the UP were almost to Cheyenne, but the Casement brothers wanted to be over the Black Hills to Laramie by the end of the year, but they have trouble getting trees in that part of the neighborhood. <laughs> Why would that be? Because Indians keep chasing the woodcutters out of North Platte. Yep. So they keep <laughs> shipping crappy old cottonwoods from the Missouri Valley, mm. and you got to dry them out too. Put it in the microwave. Yep. So the hell on wheels moves to Cheyenne. Dodge called it the worstest. I'm sure that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of the year, the line was open that far. Uh, the CP was still short of the Sierra Summit by the end of 1867, and it looked like the UP would win the race, and the CP had been paid as much as the UP because they're not laying the trek. Right. Uh, the Chinese worked through the winter in the tunnels. 20 were killed in one landslide, 19 in another. Individual missing people weren't kept track of, though. No. Basically, half the men shovel. Uh, snowshoes were given up on and skis were adopted. Horse skis. Uh, though they're down lots of money, Croker and Stanford began thinking about snow sheds in the more vulnerable parts of the railway. Which I think some of which still stand. Mm-hmm. You they, know what a snow shed is? Uh, it's like a lean-to? No, it's like, uh, you know how when you have an avalanche, it mm-hmm. likes to come down on top of your head? It's like pretty much you build like a wood tunnel with yeah. a steep slanted roof so the avalanche just goes right over the top of you. Oh, I see. Okay. Which has to be a fucking terrifying experience Fuck while yeah, you're in there, but it's better than getting avalanched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good God. So they knew they had to spend the money. They hated doing it, though. Uh, eventually, they would get 50 miles of track covered by snow sheds. Uh, one stretch was 28 miles straight. Nothing but wood. Damn. Uh, the tunneling was slow. Stroh and Crocker thought again about using nitro. Uh, it was feared by the workers, except for the Chinese, who mastered it, and it required smaller holes too, thus less man hours, and they wanted to use it on the summit tunnel. Crocker had it brought up to uh, to the pass and separate ingredients. Then he hires James Howden, a, a Scottish chemist, to mix it up at the top. Just mad sciencing the shit out of the top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Dude, you ever, you ever play Warcraft uh, 2? Like the OG one from the 90s. Uh, I just remember if, if you're like the, the fucking dark magic people or yeah, whatever, the, the goblins. Or- orky guys. Orky guys, yeah. <clears throat> you end up getting like the, um, uh, what do you call them? Alchemists or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like two goblins and they both have like heavy Scottish accents. It's all I can think of in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I love blowing things up. Plums are great. Tilt one back with me, dog. So now they're making three foot a day up on top. Ooh, with the nitro. Yes. Yeah. 
walking, doing wheelies. Mm -hmm. So the government had the right to name the meeting spot, but it wasn't in a hurry to do that because it was kind of a lame duck with uh, Johnson there. Uh, the spot would eventually be chosen after the competing grade crews passed each other. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> they they missed. Oh, they fucking misjudged? Yeah, and- they, they did like they, <laughs> that road down in Tacoma where they Yeah, they the overpass in Tacoma. It's been on they under construction finally fixed, for They finally years. fixed it. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, for those of you who don't live in the area, like there was this overpass that they started building from both sides of across... Uh, the highway over I five, and it did not meet up. Nope. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they it, had to tear it. Down. It took them a couple of years to complete it, and it, when it met up, it was like f- like off by a couple of feet. Yeah. So they're like, fuck. <laughs> so they had to tear the whole thing out, and yeah, for like most of my, pretty much all of my like, you know, twenties and thirties. Yeah. That shit was under construction. I like you used to drive there, there, and they'd oftentimes like leave a small like um, high X, you know, like a uh, you know digging skylift. Thing. Oh, no, uh, like uh, a fucking, backhoe. Not back, like front hole. Tra- oh, okay, track yeah. Hole. yeah. They had a small one that it like leave it parked, and it looked like it was doing the like the Lion King. Oh, so yeah. It's like standing on the <laughs> end of this like kind of cliff. And, yeah, like... Right. Both companies sent spies to the other company. <laughs> the the Crocker brothers met with some engineers who uh, knew that they worked for the UP, so they show them around and fill their heads with nonsense. So was was the plan for these two companies to meet up in the middle mm-hmm. and connect the railroad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no okay. shit. What are you supposed to like? Dukes well, a hazard that shit from well, one track thought, to the other. What I was thinking is like at first, what, the way I thought of it in my head because we didn't explicitly say this, but like one is going east, west, yeah. all the way to the coast, and the other one's going east, all the way to wherever the other one starts, so that you have two tra- two lanes or whatever. No. I thought that was going okay. So no. they're supposed to connect. I was like, "This is yeah. fucking grueling." You know, dude. you know what the uh, the uh, idea of a train siding is, right? So you can get trains to pass. Yeah, yeah, they they have those. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. It's all making sense now. <laughs> okay, so they haven't even fit. Like they haven't voted on where the two tracks are going to meet. Well, yet. they're a they're competing companies, so they don't do a lot of communicating between the two of them. It's Plus, one's stupid. based. Well, one's based out in California, right? And well, what are they supposed to do, get on the old fucking cell phone or, you know, get a Skype meeting going? I or? thought there would be a little more planning involved. Well, there is, nope. but, they're all, but they're all assholes and, like, started out pretty incompetent. They're getting better. Mm-hmm. But, well, at least the people that are building the stuff Okay, are. this makes more more and more sense, the fact that it's a race yeah. now, because, like, if I get... I get to build like three quarters of it. I get paid for that three quarters. Yeah. If I if from the West Coast we only build a quarter of it, yeah. then we make less money than these fucking right. assholes. Mm-hmm. And that's when they break out of the Sierras. Holy shit! Hold on to your hats because mm-hmm. these Chinese guys have been doing a two, three feet a day. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you assholes been building on the fucking prairie, have you? Oh, the, yeah. This is for pussies. Like, you yeah, know, like, right, right. Ooh, try, a mile a day. Try building a roof over well, twenty-eight miles of fucking well, track, there, asshole. There is one point where they just to show that they could, they did ten miles in a fucking day. Huge. After Jesus they broke out of the mountains. Christ. Yeah, and they want to get to Salt Lake to get that Mormon money too. Yeah. Yep. Christ bucks. So basically, these guys for the UP showed up, and the CP just tells them a bunch of lies, and they go back to Durant and tell them all these lies. But the Earth cr- is flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Crocker wanted even more Chinese, which was illegal. Uh, it's illegal to want more I'm just Chinese. Picturing mm-hmm. like a giant fat man screaming more Chinese, <laughs> like a, a succulent <laughs> Chinese <laughs> meal, more Chinese. <laughs> like just people bringing out just trays and trays of dim sum and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up in the car, some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal, a succulent Chinese meal. Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, 
Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? But the mines and other employers found out about him and starts start to hire Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you heard about these new workers? They're apparently imported from China. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful. <laughs> so the CP raised their pay from $31 to $35 Ooh, a month. Oh, shit. But in May, surprise, the Chinese go on strike. They want 40 bucks. Fuck yeah. And they want eight-hour days. Uh, I don't the, even think about that. What are they working? Like 12 hour days? Hour days. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. Well, they already had a rule for eight hour days, but it was never enforced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Sacramento uh, Union paper uh, said that, quote, the Chinese didn't want to be whipped. Yeah. that's. I don't think that's too big of an ask, really. <sighs> so Crocker thought the UP was behind it. Uh, Crocker wouldn't give in and sent a man to to the South to see if he could get freed uh, slaves to work for him again. Oh, God damn it. But he wouldn't uh, pay him for the extra travel. So how are they supposed to get there? (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, now the Chinese wanted $45 a day. Uh, Fortunately, the Chinese were nice about it and didn't get drunk and disorder like like Whitey might have done. But Crocker cut off their food. Uh, A week later, Crocker met with the leaders of the workers. Crocker said if they went back to work now, that there'd be no problems, no hard feelings. And if they kept striking, they wouldn't be paid uh, for all their... Stuff they are already done. Yep. Jesus. Uh, the Chinese leaders protested, but Crocker said he wouldn't budge. Uh, some Chinese said they w- would go back to work. Uh, their leader said they'd go be whipped if they did. And Crocker said he'd protect the ones going back to work, protect the scabs. Oh, wow. Wow. Fuck, dude. And four days later, <coughs> they were all back to work, oh, working harder than before. Which is kind of a feat in of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So both sides were telling each other lies, and they're also lying to bring them young. And they needed the Mormons to lay track through Utah. And though Young wanted the line to run through Salt Lake City, they knew that they couldn't. Uh, basically, they would have to go south of the lake, which would be that nasty ass desert there. Uh, summer of 1867, the CP were sending men to China to get more workers. They wanted a hundred thousand Chinese fuck. to bring down the cost of labor. What the fuck? Build that wall? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> that's a big fucking boat, dude. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's a flotilla, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stanford, even though he r- ran on the ran his campaign against Chinese to get elected in 1862, loved the idea. And he said it would be better if they could get 500,000 Chinese over in 1868. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> we need to stop these immigrants from coming a, in. No, seriously. We need 500,000 500, of them. Would can be we great. tell people they're like Japanese or something? <laughs> like, we don't, you know, you know, white people can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh, August 1867 at the Summit Tunnel, they broke through. Just a little bit of light yeah. shining through. They still had a bunch of rock to get out. Uh, but the tunnel was at 7,042 feet. That's the highest on the CP route. And when they ended up, the facings ended up only two inches apart when they met, which is pretty that good. That is not fucking Fuck. bad. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, you meet in the middle of a mountain. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It was all by hand, and they were still 370 miles behind the CP. Well, but like I said, they're going to start doing something about that. Yeah, they had a little harder time. So yep. Just a touch. And they still hadn't laid enough track for the government to come out and pay them for it. Uh, November 30th, 1867, the line was finished through the tunnels, and the first train passed to the other side of the Sierras for the first time. Uh, at the time, the UP was getting into Wyoming, and the papers predicted it would be finished in 1870. Mm. And uh, that is where we're going to leave it. Okay. Okay. So, three-parter. Ha-ha. Three 
and a, and a fourth just for dessert. Just yeah, because there's all sorts of other fun, other other fun drama after the shit's oh, built. Oh yeah, great. Uh, well, you're gonna find out lots about what. Uh, Ah, I'm not going to spoil it, actually. Okay, oh, cool. Sounds you. good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to figure out if these uh, who 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 wins the railroad, the railroad, how they get it to connect at the end, and how many fucking people have to die for the shit. Many, and just like every other financial catastrophe, nobody goes to jail. Oh, yep. great, great. Oh, I spoiled that too. So. Well, <laughs> we could cut that out, or maybe they do. I I expect that to happen. The only people getting arrested are like that people that actually worked on the railroad yeah, physically, yeah. like drunk and disorderly, yeah. straight to jail. This guy's a Catholic. Jail. <laughs> He's a ghost. Actually, actually I'm sure jail. there was a lot of that going around. Oh yeah, in Fuck. the Irish side, especially. Yeah. Oh god. All right, All right. then uh, we're gonna finish this up, maybe at some point. I don't know, <laughs> but until then, we're gonna go out in a hail of nitroglycerin fire. Yeah. That's a, that's just an explosion. Oh. Yep. Fuck you, Mile City. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye. <laughs>